Welcome back to another week on the Ruck Me Dead podcast. How good is that intro music, by the way? I just could listen to it all day. The yep. world in union. So good. Anyway, we're back to cover another week of footy. My name's Wendell Hussey. We've got Errol Parker in the booth with me once again. And this week, Errol, we're joined again by a good, good friend of the show, mm. Sean Maloney. I love that intro music. Because it's that remix almost of the yep. Building Union. Where'd you find that? So that was the uh, intro song was created by a, a popular, well, he is affectionately known as the godfather of Australian <laughs> dance music. He goes by the name Joyride. He was one half of the meeting tree. Yeah, they right. are the, the seminal act that really brought Australian dance music to the forefront, you know, back in the days of like the Midnight Juggernauts, Mastercraft and stuff like that. He and his partner in the meeting tree, Raf. Um, they basically brought dance music to the masses in this country. And they've taken that operatic version and just made it a thumper. You can see why he's titled The Godfather. The Godfather. It just makes me want to get up and dance. I (laughs) haven't not listened to it at least twice. I listen to it and then I go back and I listen to it again. Hit rewind. It's good good stuff. Yeah, so it is is very good stuff and we've had some more good stuff over the course of the weekend footy-wise. Just thriller after thriller after thriller. It's been very enjoyable. We'll start off with one of the thrillers Mm. of the weekend, which was the, The Force and The Reds. My God. It's a little step forward, does well. Here's Kahui, dabbing it in behind and flying through his Olafella. Oh, wow. That is a moment. That is a huge moment for the Western Force. A hat trick for Jordan Olafella. And has he put them into the finals for the first time? Well, look, I'm glad it was the force that pipped the Reds. I don't think it would have been, you know, as as satisfying for the viewer and for the rugby community in general, really, if the Tars beat the Reds or if the Rebels beat the Reds. I think that the real journeyman team of the Australian competition this season has conquered their own Everest. They've beat the Reds, Mm -hmm. and I'm just wrapped. Let's not forget the hatred. The long-standing hatred between the Reds and the Force. That goes back to the early days, 2006, when they pillaged them. They mm. took everyone, snapped yeah. them up, took them west. That, that lingers. And that's also fueled by the hatred for everyone east of Western <laughs> Australia as well. But we said at the start of the season, we said the Force, are there. they're battlers. They're just blokes that just keep having a go. They keep turning up and it seems like... As Scott Morrison always promised, they are finally getting just reward for having a go because they are going to make their first finals appearance in the franchise history. Well, it seems to me that those years they spent in the wilderness, you know, playing the lights of the Malaysian pangolin poachers and the <laughs> Colombo super murales, it's really done them a world of good where, you know, there were lots of people over here on the East Coast who were... Who were laughing at them, you know, like this this bastardization of rugby that was the rapid rugby competition. Yes, they were thinking, look, this is just, you know, someone shot the force in the back of the head, and now they're just writhing and 
you know, spasming along on the ground, blood going everywhere. It's like this is like the death rattles, but now they've come back. You can't keep the angry swans down. You know, that's what their mascot over there is, known as the angry swan. Mm. And he was going berserk as they landed that 30-27 to 27 win the other night. And the manner in which they did it via the hat-trick from Geordie Oluwafella, who can shake it. How quick was he the other night? He is lightning fast. Rapid. The crowd, they were going berserk at the end there. I love to see it. The force almost found a way to Waratahs at the end there. That clearance kick after Mm. they go up with a couple Mm. of minutes to go. Oh, my God. I thought, no, no. And then the Reds packed the scrum, went for it, went for it. They had to because they're probably sitting there thinking, we don't want to go to extra time. We don't need to play a golden try. We've got five hours on the flight back home assuming they let us get out of here because COVID's (laughs) just hit two hours before kickoff. But I'll tell you what, though, from the first minute, though, the forced game plan to really shut down Hunter really paid dividends. You reckon uh, Kurandrani's been hearing all the hype about Mr. Hunter Paisami? Well, you've been leading the charge. Oh, Kurandrani, he's not a fan of it. He's, he's not. not buying the Hunter hype. My God, he went out there to kill him. When the hitman gets dropped, you know that there's something a little off. It's like seeing John Wick get put down. Yeah. <laughs> Very rare. But it does happen on occasion. It's like seeing Jason Bourne come up against one of the other uh, what <laughs> Treadstone projects. Yeah, they come yeah. out the wrong side on that. Yeah. Finally, made well, like the guy in the, like in like in the Bourne identity, how he kills that guy in the house and then he blows up the house. Yes. with the magazine, he the used TV Week to put him away. Yeah. That was special stuff, and that was the K train the other night dropping <laughs> Hunter Paisami. That was one of the big. <laughs> do you know what? I thought it was one of the biggest shots of the year until the next night, but we'll get to the yeah, Tars yeah. and the Rebels in if, a second. And he did it with the help of uh, Tamani's knee there as well, Pasami coming down and clipping yes. that, which was a little bit ouchy, ouchy. What was the winning song the other night? So we've had Adele, we've had. Uh, yeah, we had Boys. Ed Sheeran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was we it Ed Sheeran the other night? I think Ed Sheeran was the first one. So this week we had Aerosmith's. Don't want to miss yeah, a thing. Yeah, tough one to hit. Yeah, it's. I'm curious. I'm curious how that happens. A bit slow, I think. A bit know. slow. They did do a good job of it. I, Don't want to well, miss a thing. Marcel Brachy's the man. So Marcel <laughs> mm. Brachy, the USA wing, is the man who comes up with the songs each yep. week and the song sheet for the teams to learn. Uh, what movie was that from? Was that... Uh, Armageddon. You know Armageddon. what I'm thinking? Armageddon. Thank you, Dave. It was Armageddon, and it was a hell of a flick. <laughs> oh, the- <laughs> I love that oh, they're I- all reading out of the paper as yeah, well. Yeah. You get, like, the Argentinian mm. boys, like Medrano. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, they may as Yachty. well be singing a yeah. made-up song because Medrano's looking at it being like... Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, the most Western Force thing to do after they've beaten the Reds was to sing We Are The Champions. And can I just say how imposing it is seeing Richard Kahui, the most handsome man in world rugby, sing Aerosmith in just his budgie smugglers. Mm, that was quite nice. They've got some very handsome men. Oh, Miotti, oh my God. Argentinian God. Serious specimen, hey. Oh. Eh? Can we Blonde. just touch on quickly as well, though, man? Uh, Tony Latupo's try. Oh, my God. If we want to go movie references, you know what that was? That was like in the second Lord of the Rings where there's that big orc running towards the dynamite and they're just shooting arrows at him and it's just like... Doof, doof. It's trying to bring him down and they just can't bring him down. He's just bouncing off. I think it was seven or eight players he beat. Yeah. And the pace to come through the other side. And it wasn't just that try that he ran in. How far out do you reckon? 35? Yeah. We yeah, clocked yeah. it at 35. Yeah. He's, he's deft of hand to throw that pass later in the match out of the back of the hand to uh, potentially set up another red strike. I reckon he must be in the top three props in the world without any question. Yep, for sure, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Last year he went through a phase there where he was sleeping out in his ute. Uh, <laughs> 
game day Eve. So his whole thing was for a good luck right. run. Oh, right. He just pulled the highlocks up on the side of the road or in the park down the road and just set up camp for the night. That was his thing. He'd sleep with the two in, dogs. Sleep in his car with the dogs just to get luck away for the next day. That's what happened. That's Taniela Tupo. Imagine being like a young teenager and just like out at night being like, oh, look at this car. Let's oh, fucking see what's oh, in there. Oh, just, oh, oh, fuck. Oh, no. Oh, what have I done? Oh, <laughs> or imagine if you're in year 12 and you're really good at footy and you're like, mm, league or union. And then you drive down the road and you see one of the hottest union players. In the world. <laughs> sleeping in his car. <laughs> It's like, oh, well, you know. Off the back of one of the greatest high school highlights videos of all time But hasn't he converted? He's so good to watch. And he's such a good bloke too. Like, he is up and down, lovable. He's phenomenal. He is. He's a really good fella to get around. Um, yeah. And I think, too, if you're on the sidelines uh, with your Super Rugby this season, I think you'd be mad not to get behind the force as they look to uh, get their first title. Yeah, for sure. Just quickly on Taniella there. He has now scored, I think, like 32 Super Rugby tries. All-time record, I believe. I think Higgins has the – Scott Higginbotham has the all-time forwards. Yeah, forwards. Yeah, I, I reckon there's a slight – and it's a slight chance. If he hangs around, if he doesn't chase Japanese or French coin, there is a slight chance that he may nab the all-time Super Rugby try scorers record. Dave, do you know how much it is? I think it's maybe Doug Howlett, is the it? All-time the all-time Super Rugby try. What? All-time's huge, bro. That's Izzy Folau at 60. Izzy Folau at 60. 60. He's, how many has Taniela got now? I think he's got like 32. Not ha- No. No. Most. How old is he? He's not no, that old. You're drunk on two. He's not that old. You're drunk on mate, ten. He's 24. Oh, Six man. more years God. in him. Is he scored 60 tries? Yeah, yeah. 60. Yeah, yeah. And he was only here for what? Six, seven years? Yeah. I'm saying okay. there might be something we look back on in a few years' time. He's 24, five or six more years, five or six a year. Yeah. He could pass. It's not inconceivable. <laughs> it's not inconceivable, but it's unlikely. You know how... Um, Anytime the backs fuck it up, the yep. forwards are always just straight into them. I know you're a, you're a old forward, old piggy at heart, Errol. You're always into the backs for fucking up the perfectly prepared ball that the forwards give them. Yep. Now, last 10 minutes of that Tars and Rebels game, surely the backs can just be feeling very aggrieved by their fucking forwards. Yep. What the fuck was that last 10 minutes? Post the win, the Waratahs still without a victory in 2021. Full time here at Bank West, the Melbourne Rebels 36, the Waratahs 25. The Waratahs forwards have a track record of fucking everything up at the last minute. You can't go past, in our intro, I mean, the unsinkable Matt Dunning. I mean, that, you know, that is a glaring example. There was it's, a high degree of skill attached to that moment, I though. Mean, but, like... Just at the wrong time. When you watch the Waratahs play, I mean, there are just so many moments in that where you're just like, am I watching rugby or am I watching an episode of Mr Bean? Just the, this unabridged The final mediocrity. 10 minutes of but those like, forwards is like they're coming out with a beer, right? And then they yeah. like they drop the beer on the ground like, and they, it shatters everywhere. So already they've fucked penny. up. Like crowded pub, they've dropped the beer. Imagine doing it on, say, like an Anzac day, right? You drop your drop your beer there, there's In glass the everywhere. Up, the under-the-pump staff are like, fuck, shit, we've 
got to go and clean this up. Then the forwards go down and they try and like pick it up with their hands, but then they like cut their hands with the glass and shit. So yeah. there's blood everywhere. There's glass. Just more of a scene for the fucking bar staff to deal yeah. with. And then eventually they're just like, just go. Can just I go. Can I, can I just add some factual info around those final 10 minutes? It was yes. 15 on 13, just to recap. Yep. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> the. Rebels had lost Pone for Amal Silly and who was the other? It might have been Richie Hardwick. Yes. So they were down two forwards. Yep. And the Tars had probably 80% possession and all of it camped right inside the Rebels 22, down by 11, playing for their first win of the year and just were unable to crack it. In fact, on numerous occasions, they found themselves on the five-metre line and then the next minute back on the 22. So for large parts of that final 10, they were actually in reverse. It was was sad. Can we we just uh, give a little uh, shout-out to Max Douglas who copped two of the biggest shots of 2021 and still found a yep. way to walk from the field uh, and be have his wits about him as well. I, I, I'd be I, I clinically think, dead. No, what had no, he I done think... to those men to warrant such violence Did in you, return? Did anyone see what Pone said as he was walking off the field? No. He goes, he looks at the ref and goes, fucking soft. <laughs> Mate, you were what? full force. He's what, 125, 130 no, no, no. kilos? 135. 135. Easy 135. 135. 135. Full speed. Yes. Shoulder Outside to Max Douglas's in. head. It definitely caught his chin. Yes. There was a lot of blowing up uh, on yeah. the socials. I saw that the Stan yeah. Sport Instagram page got bombarded with comments saying stuff like Pone said it's soft, but it didn't look great. No. That look. that was so bad. That was a 10 minutes on the sideline in rugby league. That's how bad that tackle mm, was. That wasn't that it, it, it wasn't that soft day. Eh? In fact, that was a pretty hard card. That Max's head like, still attached to his yeah. shoulders is a miracle. Strongest neck and in the world. Rani got him flush in that oh, first man. half too. Rattled. Oh, really rattled. God. What do you reckon Swinton said to Nicerani? I don't know. Is it, he did the right thing know? sort of stepping in. Not often do they throw hands though and I'm yeah. pretty sure there was some hands thrown around there. Was. There was. He got him a couple of times Nicerani because yeah. Yeah. he like he puts a huge shot on. And then which, he gets up angry. And he gets up angry at, and goes at Swinton. So that's why I was wondering what do you reckon Swinton said to Nicerani? He's God. always in the middle of it Swinton. That's what oh, I kind of like he about lives him. He's a, a classic doesn't he? fire Brand, yeah, player brand's a perfect word. Yeah, no, it was it was a tough watch, and I, you know what, I kind of feel for them a little bit. I do feel for them that they're uh, that they're zero yeah. and eight because you want everyone playing good footy, you want everyone mm. firing. That's what well, you want, and we didn't get it. It's not the players' fault though. I mean, obviously, you know, it comes from. You know, they've tried everything except, you know, to take the board out to the harbour's edge and kick him in. You know, there's like, it's really not that much else you can do <laughs> at, at this stage, is there? And that, and that's going to happen. That's a, a strong chance of happening, isn't it, Errol? Oh, the board I mean, the board will like, walk themselves like, out. Like, I'm not saying, like, kill them. I'm just saying, like, just push them in the water <laughs> and then laugh at them and then they just turn around and go home. And then, you know, then maybe, you know, when they're soaking wet in their nice suits and they'll go home and they'll have to, you know, have to walk home because no cabbie will take them, sure or shit no Uber will take in because they're soaking wet and they'll look in the mirror and say maybe I should try something else just like it's, that that's the lengths we need to go to for some self-reflection for the Waratahs can I can I just sort of come in and I'm not going to play devil's advocate can I can I give some hope though can I just give a little yep. something something they've recognised the need to reconnect with Clubland 
They yeah. went back last week and they did a full session with the Manly Marlins down at Manly Oval. Hats off. Yes, a thousand I like that. kids were down there. Yep. There were yep. a thousand kids were there watching the Tars. In a couple of weeks' time, they're going west. They're going out to Orange. They're going to all the places that you guys would know very well. They're going west of New South Wales. They're reconnecting out there. So maybe in 2021, they can do those little bits and pieces to get people on board for next year when things yeah. just have to turn. Or maybe when Michael Hooper's like, hey, can I go over to Japan for a couple of months and make some big coin? you just be like, uh, n- no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You can't. I, I mean, like... We'll get you the cash. Well, you can go, yeah. but like you're going to be counting yourself out of a uh, canary yellow jersey. I, it's it's a good point, Sean, and I agree with you. It's good to see the people at the Waratahs realising that maybe there could be some people outside of the North Shore and eastern suburbs of Sydney that we could tap into and maybe turn into rugby players of the future. So I think that's somewhat promising. Somewhat. I am going to wait for the 2,000-word think piece on how to fix the Waratahs in next week's Good weekend from uh, one of their esteemed reporters. <laughs> one of their seven-game yep. Wallaby greats. Yep. <laughs> to pontificate from my half acre on fucking Bradley's Head Road. Yeah, you know what? You know I reckon. I reckon there may be some merit to the argument that we can fix New South Wales and Australian rugby by playing like they did thirty years ago when um, I don't know the All Blacks weren't professional footy players. That'll definitely work in the modern era. I think that'd yeah, be a good I way to turn we things go around. Back to when the hucker was performed by. The All Blacks, who were like a, <laughs> school a group teachers and dairy of farmers, thirty-eight-year-old maths teachers from Otago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sports whoa. science, sports I, science, I come at you, <laughs> is not yeah, the way of the future. It's like you know, like now that All Blacks are you know half owned by the Chinese government or whatever they are, and that in that island nation of theirs, forty-six percent of the GDP isn't it, Errol? Twenty-nine percent of their GDP, but I think it's half of their uh, agricultural products are going to the uh, sleeping panda. And notice how they don't talk shit about China like we do. Seems like they know where their GDP is coming from. <laughs> Fucking weird. Anyway, um, we should probably move along from this. Until the Ruck Me Dead offices are shut down like uh, Channel 9's. For oh, no. Us. All of our systems are shut down. Ruck, oh, me, no. Dead. <laughs> Ruck me Dead has since been cancelled. Oh, no. We've lost the, the entire archive of Mike Munro's This Is Your Life. <laughs> Tragedy. I would want to watch that. Can I just jump in right there? Yeah. And say I would love to get in to some of those classic episodes. Yeah. Come on. This is your life. <laughs> well, I don't know that they'd run that one again. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Jans. Yeah, that'll work. Life. Yeah. yeah. Dare to dream. Uh, what do we got up next, Dave? Uh, on the Friday night across the Dutch, <laughs> we had oh, the yeah. Chiefs just getting up over the Hurricanes, 26-24. There's the smile. How long's that going to last? Here's the kick from McKenzie. Man, I'm sick of these last-minute thrillers with D-Mac just winning for the Chiefs. Imagine, terrible, imagine if you're on the wrong end of tipping or punting and D-Mac has just skewered your five weeks running. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you I are in a dark place. You were? Yeah. Yeah. D-Mac didn't help. What about him? The he just does it with that smile. In. Yeah. I was nervy with that kick because it was... Pretty much perfectly out in front. Yeah, you know how it's like going to slip you, up eventually. Yeah, and you just you just like think in the distance there because you you don't have to compensate one way or the other. You just going straight down the middle. Just want to go the distance, and he just puts his foot through and it just skids off. So to left. recap, he's won a game via a last minute try. Yep. He's knocked over 
four penalty goals yes. in mm-hmm. subsequent games. Yep. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's unbelievable. It's crazy. He is in incredible form. They've probably got to find a way to get him in yeah, the look, I, I didn't see the Chiefs uh, getting up in the first couple of minutes in this game. I mean, you know, it's rare that you see a second rower score a try in the first minute. But mm. I was like, well, here we go. <laughs> the big giraffe in space. <laughs> this is where the Chiefs' season ends. But, you know. No. Well, no, now with that victory, they're through to the final. They're locked in. Yeah, guaranteed yeah, May, May 8 against the Crusaders. That's a nice matchup. Yeah, it is. That's just that's a mouth-watering yeah. setup. I might down even go there. over for it. Would you? Yeah. Use the bubble. Use the bubble. Use the bubble and get the Queenstown and Christchurch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Flights would be pretty cheap, I reckon. You'd I pick reckon. up a pretty, pretty handy little <laughs> ticket there on a, maybe a Friday afternoon or a Saturday morning. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks to this podcast, I can tell uh, the ATO in a couple months' time that that was a work trip. <laughs> get it all back. <laughs> but yeah, that that is the grand final, Super Rugby Aotearoa, which should be a good mm. bit of fun. Jeez, I hope the Chiefs win that one. It'd be great to see him knock off the Crusaders. Wouldn't it just? That's going to be a great doubleheader that night too because that's mm. going to be May 8 so you're going to yep. have that spicy little matchup and then roll it straight into Suncorp Stadium Reds v Brumbies we didn't, we, Brumbies or Force we didn't really delve into that no yeah we didn't touch on that actually um, I tend to feel Brumbies mm. will roll the Force they've had the Force's number pretty comfortably in the two games that they've played them this season like, I want the Force to win as a Reds fan um, but I feel like the Brumbies might roll and what do you reckon Errol your Brumbies yeah I reckon the uh the Brumbies are going to win the competition. How much do you reckon Twiggy's dangling in front of them? For the Boys. force? Yeah, yeah, bonuses. Probably catch up with Aerosmith, Adele, and Ed Sheeran <laughs> in the same night. Yeah, I reckon that's the that, price. That's the character. That's the price. You and win at Suncorp. You take the whole shebang. I'll fly them in for you. Have a sesh with Ed. Yeah, and maybe like... A few hundred shares in Fortescue or something like That'll that. Work. Fergus, <laughs> congratulations. You, like- <laughs> you are now the chief financial officer yeah. <laughs> of Fortescue Metals. Well done. <laughs> Would you like to know what our profits are going to be two months before we publish them? <laughs> Would you like to short the hell out of my company? <laughs> I'd have Kahui's a front of house, man, just so we're all in agreements. Yep. Yes, I completely agree. Director the Silver first, Fox. Director of First Impressions, they call it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he sat there on the front desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everyone wanders in the hole. Oh. And then and then you bring Fergus in for the for the meeting to do like the token stories, you know, and yeah. about footy, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. The corpy stories yeah. for the and for the boardroom meetings. Um, just quickly, on. Thrush, does he have the best moustache in world sport? Does anyone get close to him? It'd have to be pretty close. Riley Meredith. Uh, We'll give him a run for oh, his money. Oh, yeah, that's enough. like um the, the big, big stash. Yeah, 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 it goes out really wide. Does it? Yeah. Really, it's almost like it's stuck on. He'd it's have like wax. one of those party ones. Would he twizzle the ends with some Murray's yeah, wax? definitely twizzle. Okay, <laughs> <Well>, mad <laughs> twizzler. <laughs> Reckon maybe... Big uh, twizzler of Meredith. Cameron Smith over in the PGA has got a pretty good one. Yeah, okay, gotcha. As a follically challenged man in regards to my facial hair, mm-hmm. I yes. really love a blonde moustache. Do and that's you? what Meredith and Smith have. I love those strong blonde moustaches. It's a bit rare, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's kind of like you get the vibe that like maybe you shouldn't well, go a blonde moustache, you know? Like if it's not, you want, shouldn't be proud uh, of having blonde facial hair, but I like that those boys really back the well, The old Jason Ackermanis. <laughs> yeah, Acker. <laughs> he had the goatee, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah Acker. Yeah, the dark hair, yeah. But yeah, Thrush, sensational. Yeah. Since the Chopper Reed vibes, Well, he gets, he gets a crack this week against the Brumbies team who, like you both have said, will be very tough to turn. It's getting cold down there. This is Brumby's time. This is when they just go, come and play in minus two degree weather. Yeah. yeah. And yep. they find a way. And Over we'll under shoot. 15 rolling malls. What uh, do we reckon? 
Yeah, what inside the first six? <laughs> Just be rolling a, mall, so rolling be, mall. There'll be a couple. The so. fortress will be filled down there in jail. They love saying "fill the fortress." Mm-hmm. They love it. It's, it works. Tag. It works. Yeah. Semantically, so, I guess. Actually, just uh, before we move on to the Crusaders and Blues, what do you think Tarman is going to do with his off season? <sighs> I, th- I feel like he's the biggest loser in all this. Mm. Poor um, oh man! Oh man! Yeah. He he has a rich history of work in and outside of rugby here in Sydney. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like feel like maybe he'll be doing a few school visits around like Mossman or whatever and the kids will just be like picking on him. Like well, the, the media team or I, the Waratahs just, team aren't like, they're not keeping an eye on him and then they that, just look back you know and there's what? like 15 happened. kids. I got attacked this, by kids. This happened. North Sydney Oval, Shoot Shield Grand Final a few years back, North V Uni, I think it was. And Tarman, uh, the, the normal Tarman was unavailable. So they've had to go cast the net and there's yeah. a group of people you can tap up to be a mascot for the afternoon. And at that point, the Tars had had a pretty off year, but Shoot Shield was firing. Yeah. So newbie Tarman rocks up, throws a suit on, but just spends the whole afternoon being heckled, having footballs <laughs> thrown at him, comes back to the Tars unit in tears and says, I can't do this anymore, and has to leave North Sydney Oval with his newbie tail between his legs. Tarman got heckled out of a shoot shield grand final. It was tough to watch. That's and so that actually happened. That's probably what's wrong with the Waratahs is that, you know... You, you, I don't think that's speaking out of school telling that story because that happened. You, <laughs> so if, if you can't handle being he picked the wrong day. Shoot Shield could not... I there were 17,000 people there. <laughs> you just... And all 16,000 kids were at Tarman. Imagine going home still, after that. Oh, <laughs> he doesn't deserve that. Tarman sitting outside yeah. the oval on the curb, like with a ciggy and just yeah. like tears. Yeah, and I think real Tarman just, just on the train too. I think real yeah. Tarman got a sense that that wasn't going to be the day to be there. Called yep. in sick, got the newbie in, and he will not be back. Nah, you'd just be getting on like some labour hire website yeah. straight after walking that's out like the Shoot Shield Grand Final. <laughs> that's like the like, origin story yeah. of a supervillain. You know, he was like meant yeah. to bring all this happiness and then he just got turned dark because he got booed out of a Shoot Shield final and now <laughs> yeah, he just like, yeah. wants to come back and wreck a rugby yeah. Australia for everyone else. I know, well, like, I think that's exactly right. I mean, like, if a bomb goes off in town hall i think the first person they should go and see is tarman <laughs> tarman just comes into the um the waratahs the waratahs building with just bottles of red wine and just starts spilling them on everyone's linen like that's his revenge the revenge of the tarman <laughs> we should i mean we should have a deeper dive on mascots i don't yeah. know that today's a time but no. maybe at some point down the I track i do an hour on tarman just her, man. Yeah. Brumby Jack's got his demons too. <laughs> Love Brumby Jack. Yeah, I, That's, I, again, another whole story. I couldn't for see <laughs> Brumby Jack going into his workplace with a handgun and just starting to shoot indiscriminately, but I could see Tarman doing that. <laughs> Brumby, I remember Brumby Jack spewing that time. He was real <laughs> dusty. Do you know the story behind the story? <laughs> Clyde's brother, it. eh? Yeah, it was Clyde's yeah. brother. Uh, Dane. Dane. That was traumatic yeah. for everyone involved. <laughs> really traumatic, especially the kids in that bottom right-hand corner at GIO who just saw him projectile vomit in front of his eyes and crawl around on all fours for an extended period of time. 
Well, the former chairman through the mesh. Yeah, through the mesh. He he committed to that act that night, and there were people like screaming, like, "Get a gun, get a shot!" He put him down. Brumby Jack stuffed. Someone put him out of his misery. He's finished. Kids are crying. Parents are shielding their eyes in that corner. And then he got he got dragged off. Got uh, he got that was the end. That was the last we saw of Dane and. Brumby for that night. The helicopter, the aerial culling helicopter comes over the top. <laughs> oh no, here comes John Barillaro. Clark, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. forget the footy for a second. We've got a real situation down here. I think someone slipped Brumby Jack a mickey. No, Clarky, hold on, he's down. Brumby Jack is down. Anyway. Um, Whole episode, yeah. mascots. Yes, please. I think the Reds just have a dog. They just have a dog that they put yeah. in a red coat, which is particularly yeah, weird, but we'll get into that. A simple mascot for a simple state. Yeah, that just... <laughs> the smart state, Errol. The yeah. smart state. The smart now, state. Um, we should wrap up the round of Super Rugby yep. with the Crusaders rolling the blues. Yeah, surprise. Played on as Drummond clears it off again. Avili here's Jordan. I tell you, week in and week out, Wendell, just not impressed by the Blues. I didn't yeah. believe you. I thought they this had. This is going to be their year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No. Well, they said the same thing when they had Big Benji at number thirteen, but you know, <laughs> that, didn't, <laughs> that didn't really work out. <laughs> no. no surprise. To be fair to the Blues, Crusaders' sixteenth man was particularly good this weekend. True. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, particularly with the um, the Tanyelu Talia call there, and I think it was the 14th minute which really fucked him up. The the Blues coach was not happy about it. He was fuming, a eh? Yeah, so he says here, he didn't even give him a chance to sit in HIA, even though he didn't get a hit to the head. To lose a player in the first few minutes, that hurt us. It hurt the game plan we practiced all week, and we had to change our game plan on the move. Hopefully they look at that closely and don't make those silly mistakes again. He was just winded, he reckons. Really? And they, yeah. they pulled him off for HIA yeah. and he was fine. And that was a, Max Douglas was just winded <laughs> <laughs> with his head hanging on by a thread <laughs> to his trapezius muscles. Come on. But, yeah, well. It's just a flesh wound. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. They're saying over there in New Zealand that this is the, well, by they, I mean a NZ Herald columnist, Gregor Paul, is saying yes. this is the worst blue season in 20 years. Wow, that's strong. I have great fears for them. I reckon they might go 0-5. I reckon they might. They might let the Waratahs um, break their duck. If the Reds beat the Crusaders, I will scull a bottle of the cheapest Chardonnay I can find. Oh, yes, please. And he's apparently going to wear a Waratahs Hawaiian shirt for a yeah. whole week. If the Waratahs get it over, get it over the uh, Crusaders. Fantastic! Yeah, that's a screaming idea. Yeah, you know what? I'll shout it for you. I'll tee it up. I'll get you the shirt. <laughs> you mean you'll just go over there and just take one on? Off, I thought you were off offering. the shelf because um, no one's going to stop you, are they? <laughs> like Sean? Excuse me, Sean. Stop, Sean, stop, Sean, stop, stop. pay for that. It's, I'm just going to message Tar Man and see if he's spare one. I thought you were offering to shout the cheap bowl of Chardonnay. Oh, just a four dollar yeah. BWS. Yeah. That one's down at Wynn Stadium. That's going to be a fun afternoon. Mm-hmm. Double header that night. I think it goes. Geez, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but it's worth doing that because it's Tars Crusaders win stadium. Then that night, I believe his Reds Chiefs in Townsville. Oh, yes. Yeah. Queensland Country Bank Stadium. How good. Fuck, the Chiefs will hate that, won't they? How many do you reckon will pass out from heat stroke? And there could be some casualties when you think about it. It is still warm in that part of the mm, world. Particularly for the for the mm. boys from Waikato. Every Queenslander knows that the arse end of the wet, it gets very wet. 
and that's what we are in now. Real bum end of the wet. The wet stuff. So, yeah, yeah the blues are no, shit. Sw- that's like um, more of the same from Swampy, them. like, you know that air where you breathe in and it feels like you're drowning? Mm. It's that humid. Now, after bow tying the blues season there, yeah. they'll, they'll go and play the Chiefs. Yep. You reckon there'll be any penalties kicked in that game unless it's to win the game? I reckon absolutely zero next week. Because okay. it's nothing to play for nothing for either team for. other than pride. So I'll I reckon they'll over. just throw it around. Mate, Kiwis love pride. They are pride merchants. The other game, I think, Highlanders and Hurricanes, there's nothing to play for there either. No. no. So Still be watching it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, it'll be entertaining. I'll still be streaming it, yes. no question. Yeah, yeah, be getting it up on Stan Sport mm-hmm. for sure. There's also yeah. going to be plenty of Shoot Shield and Hospital Challenge Cup again, as there was this weekend. Some great results in the Shoot Shield, I believe, down there in Sydney. Dave, you dug into them. What did you? Yeah, I mean, a couple of close games, a couple of upsets. Eastwood got up over Sydney Uni. Yeah. No, it was the other way around. That's not what it says here. Ah, uh, someone has a need update. Uni definitely won. Uni won, you reckon? Jeez. Uni won in extra time, Davey. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Really? It was oh, the most. Shit. It was a. It was a manic end to that game. Eastwood did go ahead late. Yeah. And then uh, in the eighty third, Uni scored. That's very That's unlike unex- rugby to have you know outdated information <laughs> on their website. I'm sure of it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you are right here. Well, that was a high scoring game. Yeah, and no, I was a yeah. screamer of a finish. Uh, what were the other results? Uh, East got up against Randwick, thirty one twenty two. Um, Penrith beat the two Blues 11 7. Oh, yeah. Which is that's the big time. win for them, isn't it? Emus haven't won yeah. for ages, oh, haven't they? Seven years. They, got seven years. they haven't won a game for seven years. Correct. Yeah. What? Well, they were out of the comp for a couple. Yeah. They were brought back. Seven years. Long time between singing songs. And they only have a couple of opportunities to win games, really. Like they're not winning them against what? Sydney Uni or Randwick or so Gordon or anything like that. It's like 2,500 days. It's a lot of days. Yeah. But they've finally broken it. What kind of a world was it back then? It was good question. It was. What was, was the Batuta doing in 2014? There's a good yardstick for you. Just um, all paper, all paper, wasn't we? I'd move yeah, online by then. Still all paper. We were still trying to get Clancy back from uh, his days uh, working for ISIS. We could, we could tell that the uh, that you know the public perception of that organisation based over there in Syria was uh, was getting on on the nose. So we got him. You know, we had to get him back, had to shave off his beard, and we de-radicalised him. And then you know, and because you got the word that they were about to change the laws for the the foreign fighter laws, so yeah, we realised that we had to get him back asap. Otherwise, if we got him back, he'd be in big big trouble. But yeah, look, that was twenty fourteen. That, that, that was a simpler time in yeah, many ways. Much simpler, Waratahs yeah. won that season. They, you're damn they right they did. Yeah. Maybe yeah, it's an omen. Pedal's sure getting did. Now, you know? <laughs> yeah, Waratahs can win Super Rugby Trans-Tasman potentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe things will Off come full circle. Victory. Good for yeah. Pedal. Emu Burger's been flipped. Just after we spoke about the other week, they actually started posting uh, photos of the setup there and it's got written world famous Emu Burger home of. So th- it's known. Mm. The it's- world's best Emu Burger, would you say? Yeah. You know well, how every small town well, bakery does the world's best pies? Yes. <laughs> world's best Penrith does slice. the best Emu Hang Burger. Hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> so happy for Penrith though. Yeah, So that's happy great. for the Emus. So they've had to reduce their club down to, rather than having all the grades, as you guys would know, uh, they've just back to the one grade now. They've just got first grade. But with the benefit of having John Muggledon there, mm. they've got their own little squad set up now. 
And that's a good result. Go yeah. Emus. Like, is there anyone else, Sean? Could they beat the Pirates? Could they beat West Harbour? Yes. They could beat them? Yes. Could okay. they beat Southern Districts? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Salos are pretty good. Salos yeah, are tough yeah. to turn. Southern District. Also, Scott Morrison's favourite place to watch footy. It was there for the season kickoff last yes, year, I think. Yes, because he loves there. Rugby Union. And Contrary yeah. to what he would have the Australian public believe. All of us have to pretend we're someone we're not sometimes. Mm. Wise words, Errol. And that's um, probably what will bow tie the show on, I reckon. Something yeah. for people to think about um, over the next seven days. Hopefully you have enjoyed this week's edition of Ruck Me Dead. It's yeah. been a lot of fun. It's, it's been, been great. a tight one. Thank you once again, Sean Maloney, the voice of rugby in this country, for coming in, joining <laughs> us to cover another week of footy. <laughs> Hopefully we'll get you on sometime soon as well. It's been a lot of fun. What a pleasure. Yeah. Now, listeners, enjoy a little bit of an outro from the godfather of Australian dance music. Joyride. Goodbye.